In some countries, women are not free to drive or to marry whomever they want to marry. Women may not be free to show their face or any skin, and men and women are not free to worship the God of their choice or free to be atheists. A woman that violates these rules may be killed in an honor killing. These countries that do not believe in liberty believe that it is necessary to murder their sisters, wives, and mothers who have not lived according to their culture's laws. For example, in some countries, a woman caught holding hands with a man from a different religion might be murdered by her own family because this culture places honor above liberty. In America, people are free but must live within rules. Americans are not free to do whatever they want, whenever they want, but are free to believe in whatever they want to believe in, no matter how ridiculous or naive it may seem to someone else. The rules that Americans live by are set democratically most of the time. Americans get to decide what rules they will live by when they vote. But behind every law restricting Americans' rules is law enforcement with a gun at the ready to arrest an American. Therefore, the fewer laws the freer Americans can live. Here in America, there are those that want to take away Americans' rights, from a law that restricts campaign donations to laws emerging all over the country to take away a smoker's right to smoke in open outdoor areas. Americans take away other Americans' liberty. Laws are needed for public safety and to maintain order in a society, however. Without laws, there would be chaos. But too many laws restrict freedoms unnecessarily. The restricting of liberty, without a great public benefit, is un-American. There was an ugly time when slavery was a part of America. In the 1860s, the Union, northern states, fought a civil war against the Confederacy, southern states, after the Confederacy left America over the issue of their states' rights to enslave Africans. The leaders of the abolitionist movement of the 1800s were largely Christians seeking to stop an evil— while Christians in the Confederate South of the United States fought for the right to have slaves. Today's Christianity is intolerant of slavery. But slavery still exists today in parts of the world. According to UNICEF estimates, there are 200,000 child slaves in West and Central Africa. Most of those forced into involuntary servitude are in economic bondage, when the boys being sold to cotton and cocoa plantations and the girls ending up as domestic workers and vulnerable to sexual exploitation. In South Asia, for example, parents often pledge the labor of their children as payment or collateral on a debt. This is called bonded labor. In Human Rights Watch, estimates there are 15 million children involved in India alone. There is a similar tradition in Sudan but it has been aggravated by an 18-year civil war that pits the Muslim-dominated North against the traditionalist and Christian South. The UN Commission on Human Rights, Human Rights Watch, and the U.S. State Department all have published reports confirming charges that slavery is practiced in the country. According to the reports, armed militia supported by the Islamic government regularly conduct raids of Christian and traditionalist enclaves in the country's southern region and force captives into servitude. Clearly, the influence of the Judeo-Christian world that brought us the anti-slavery movement, abolitionists, has not yet spread to the entire Muslim world. Clearly, the Judeo-Christian world has rejected slavery. The nation was built on principles of freedom for every citizen. Laws that try to take away a citizen's rights, with the exception of laws for public safety, are laws that are un-American laws.